Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to Off in the S's, a podcast focusing on the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. I'm your host, Stu, and on today's show, Acura fully unveil their LMDH car. Two new GT3 cars set some lofty goals for 2023, and we preview the Michelin GT Challenge at VIR. Buckle up, because we're about to go off in the S's. Well, it seems like a week doesn't go by without us getting some great new news about the GTP category and those LMDH cars. And this week, it is Acura that have fully unveiled their 2023 LMDH entry. The sixth generation Acura sports car prototype will be named the Acura ARX-06 LMDH. It features a 2.4 liter turbocharged V6 engine engine and at that 2.4 liters the engine is the smallest displacement power unit produced by HPD for endurance racing to date and it is the smallest that has been unveiled in the LMDH category thus far. A 4.8 liter twin turbo V8 is featured in the Porsche, a 4 liter twin turbo V8 is featured in the BMW, and that Cadillac will feature a 5.5 liter V8. I think this Acura is also going to be pretty darn pleasant on the ears as well, as that engine will rev to the maximum amount allowed by the rules, which is set at 10,000 RPMs. Meanwhile, as Acura unveils their car for the first time, Cadillac has announced their testing schedule for the next couple of months. They will take to the track two times per month in the lead up to next January's Rolex 24 Hours at Daytona. They are specifically targeting durability work and aiming to put as many miles as possible onto the cars. GM Sports Car Racing Manager Laura Wontrop Clauser has remained tight-lipped on the potential driver lineups for the cars, but it does seem like all four of Chip Ganassi Racing's full-season drivers, so Earl Bamber, Alex Lynn, Sebastian Bourdais, and Renga van de Zander, are expected to be included in the, either the IMSA or the World Endurance Championship programs, and uh, this goes along with Action Express Racing's Pipo Durrani. Earlier in August, Porsche took their second 963 LMDH chassis out on track for testing. The car completed a three-day test at Monza with the completion and at the completion of that test, that car is being shipped across to North America to continue testing here. Now, the first chassis that Porsche unveiled at Goodwood last month was also present for this test. Um, and with both of those cars being present, there were a number of factory drivers that were able to hop in and split time between the two cars over the course of the test Dane Cameron Lawrence Van Thor Michael Christensen and Kevin Esther are the drivers that got seat time for this three-day test and lastly in LMDH news BMW completed a five-day yes a five-day test 
at the Circuit de Barcelona Catalunya. Sheldon Vandalinda, Augusto Fargus, Marco Whitman, and Nick Yaloli got seat time in the car, with Vandalinda being the only driver that had previously uh, had seat time in this car. So the other three getting their first seat time in this car on track. This test continued to focus on performance development, understanding the car, and all of the functionalities that go along with it. They did encounter some minor issues in the test but overall it was said to be a successful test and the car is being shipped out to the u.s next month of course with there being no prototypes present at vir most of the news that we have for this show is coming out of gtd and uh, there's some very interesting news for GTD specifically pertaining to next year's cars. And we know that there's going to be already a couple of new cars joining the grid in IMSA in 2023. Or they're not new manufacturers, but they are an updated car. And one of those cars is going to be Porsche. It is said that they are targeting to have up to a half a dozen of their new Porsche 911 GT3R cars on the grid for January's Rolex 24 at Daytona. And this is according to Porsche Motorsport North America's president and CEO, Volker Holsmeyer. After this car was unveiled at the 24 Hours of Spa earlier this month, there were concerns voiced by Holsmeyer that supply chain issues might affect the car's availability for the Rolex 24. That He said, that being said, he does realistically think that there could be five to six cars on the grid for Daytona, which just naturally leads to speculation on who those cars might be run by. Now, if I had to guess, I think you got your obvious ones. You have FAF Motorsports. They're going to be sticking around in GTD Pro, it seems like, for now. Potentially moving on to LMDH and that GTP category in future years, but for now, they're sticking with that GTD Pro ride. Hardpoint historically is, you know, they've been running a Porsche as well. WeatherTech, WeatherTech Racing, you'll recall, they started the season running a Porsche and then have moved to that Mercedes. Could they head back to Porsche next year? Uh, one KCMG entry, they of course were in that battle with FAF right down to the wire in GTD Pro at the Rolex uh, 24 this year. And, um, I'm also going to throw Team TGM in there. They run a couple of Porsches right now in the Michelin Pilot Challenge. They're doing quite well. They also put an entry in at the 24 Hours of Daytona this past year. My eyes are on them to see if they might add a car for to next year's grid. Who do you think will run the new Porsche next season? Let me know on Twitter at off in the S's. Meanwhile though, Ferrari also made a similar statement. Head of Ferrari GT program Antonello Coletta said that they hope to have five or six cars on the grid at Daytona. They did confirm that Risi Competizione does have an order in for a car and they are expected to compete in the GTD Pro category, hopefully on a full season program, that would be a big change. Coletta confirmed and voiced that it is important to Ferrari to have a full season entry on the grid in IMSA, and it's their target to have at least one full season entry in that GTD Pro category. Also mentioned that it's likely that AF Corsa returns to the grid 
in the GTD category, and they are hopeful for an additional two cars to be entered in that GTD class. Speaking of the GTD category, though, this weekend at VIR, we'll see the return of Magnus Racing and Team Hardpoint to the grid. The Magnus Racing number 44 Aston Martin, driven by Andy Lally and John Potter, are going to be racing in their first Sprint Cup race of the season. While Catherine Legg and Rob Farrell are said to uh, to share the Hardpoint number 99 Porsche. Hardpoint did scale back their program earlier in the season after they initially contested both the Endurance and Sprint Cup rounds. And these additional uh, entries, they boost the grid size to a total of 18 cars, with 13 being in GTD and 5 being in GTD Pro. The only other lineup note is that Jules Gunion will be returning to the number 79 WeatherTech Racing Mercedes, along with Cooper McNeil. And as of the filming of this, the BOP Bolton that was released by IMSA sees no BOP changes from what we had at Road America. The IMSA Michelin Pilot Challenge also is racing at VIR and 35 cars are going to take to the track for the Virginia is for Lovers Grand Prix. 23 cars will be featured in the Grand Sport category and the remaining 12 will be in TCR. And let me tell you, there are there is at least one good points battle to watch here going into this race. Taylor Hagler and Michael Lewis hold down a narrow lead in that TCR championship over Tim Lewis and Roy Block. Meanwhile, Trent Hidman and Alan Bjornsson have a chance to lock up the GS title this weekend as they lead Eric Foss by 220 points. I do believe that that number seven Aston Martin of Hinman and Bjornsson, um, they just need to finish ahead of Foss in this race and uh, who's who's driving in the number 56 Murillo Racing Mercedes and uh, then just start the road Atlanta race and they would lock up that title. In the IMSA Prototype Challenge, we will see a very healthy 18-car grid for their penultimate race of the season. And the Mazda Itamitsu MX-5 Cup Series, they hit the track for rounds 11 and 12 of their season. In that championship, it's starting to be a runaway as well, with Jared Thomas leading Gresham Wagner by 255 points. Of course, they still have four races technically left this season, though, as they will wrap up their season at Michelin Raceway, Road Atlanta. Make sure that you are subscribed on your favorite podcasting app to never miss an episode. You can also interact with us on Twitter or on YouTube at Off in the S's. Links to both of those can be found in the show notes. Well, if you didn't know already, this weekend we are heading to VIR, an 18-turn, 3.27-mile or 5.26-kilometer circuit located in Alton, Virginia. The track has a fairly colorful history after it opened in 1957, with the first SCCA race that was ever held there being won by Carroll Shelby. The track has struggled slightly in the early years, but it still managed to host multiple Trans Am races, motorcycle races, and in 1971, they hosted their very first IMSA race. Unfortunately, though, in 1974, due to various reasons, the track was forced to close and was converted to farmland. For 25 years, the track sat unused until 1998, 
when investors Connie Nyholm and Harvey Siegel decided to leave their careers in New York real estate and come to resurrect VIR. The result of their investment in the track, well, it kind of is amazing, as uh, when it reopened in 2000, it very quickly attracted Top Racing back to the facility, with SCCA, Trans Am, Moto America, and IMSA all returning to the facility. In addition to the various track upgrades, such as widening of portions of the track, as well as various safety improvements, the entire grounds really were transformed. It also led to the creation of America's first motorsport resort. It featured it features lodging, dining, uh, skeet shooting, pistol rifle ranges, as well as karting facilities. If you want to find out more about the history of VIR and its revival, then check out the show notes. There's a couple of videos that I'll put in there. Uh, one done by the Northern New Jersey Region Porsche Club of America, and another one that was done by Dinner with Racers that do a great job of covering the history of this facility. This year, though, we're going to see 18 cars take to the track, which matches the 2021 numbers, and uh, they're going to be spread across, of course, just those two classes, with GTD Pro featuring five entries and regular GTD featuring 13. In 2021, 87 laps were turned by the victorious number four Corvette of Tommy Milner and Nick Tandy in GTLM. You'll recall, actually, that this was a great race between the Corvette and the Porsche. It really saw them go, they were roughing and toughing it out there, especially in the second half of that race. Uh, pushing the elbows out there a little bit. Overall, great race to watch. I'd highly recommend. Hey, this week, go back and watch it. It's on the IMSA YouTube channel, so go check that out. And then in GTD, it was the number nine FAF Motorsports Porsche of Zachary Robichon and Lawrence Vanthor that took victory. Now, what should you be watching out for this weekend at VIR? Well, of course, it's an all-GTD battle this weekend, and we have seen some great racing from both of these classes so far this season. The current class track record was set here by Ross Gunn last year in that heart of racing Aston Martin. He turned a 143.356 second lap time. And there are some very good passing opportunities around here as well into turns 1, turns 11, and turn 14. But... We always see year in and year out, if a driver gets a good run coming out of some of these corners, especially heading into the S's, they don't, don't be surprised if we see side-by-side -side racing through the S's. And also, do not be surprised if that side-by-side -side racing results in one of those cars going, well, <laughs> off in the S's. There's going to be some great racing, I'm sure, to come of it this weekend, and I cannot wait to see that action on Sunday. Weather-wise, well, as of filming, the weather does look to be pretty solid at the track with temperatures hovering in the low to mid 80s Fahrenheit or the high 20s Celsius with some potential for rain on Sunday. Of course, this is the season finale for the WeatherTech Sprint Cup. And uh, as we discussed on, uh, on last week's show, 
the number one Paul Miller Racing BMW has locked up that title just as long as they start the race this weekend. Number 27, Heart of Aston, or Heart of Racing Aston Martin, pardon me. They're in second place. They are 33 points ahead of the number 12 Vassar Sullivan Lexus. In the full season standings, though, it is that number nine Porsche that continues to lead the way. They have 2,793 points, which is 227 points ahead of the number 14 Vassar Sullivan Lexus in second place and 237 points ahead of the Corvette Racing number three. It looks like Faf getting very, very close to locking up that championship. Meanwhile, in GTD, it's a very different story, though, with the number 32 Gilbert Korthoff, pardon me, Korthoff racing <laughs> meanwhile in gtd it is a very different story though with the number 32 korthoff motorsports mercedes leading the way with 2329 points they are just 36 points ahead though of the number 16 right motorsports porsche and then further back is the number 27 heart of racing aston martin they find themselves 44 points behind the leader there's plenty of other racing that's going to be going on this weekend, though F1 returns to Spa. They will be supported by both Formula 2 and Formula 3 there. ELMS is at Circuit de Barcelona, Catalunya, where BMW just completed uh, some testing with their LMDH car. And NASCAR, both the Xfinity Series and the Cup Series, are heading to Daytona. Meanwhile, we got quite a bit of IMSA racing going on this weekend, and it's all going to be starting off on Saturday with the Mazda Itamitsu MX-5 Cup Series. First of two races for them. They will head off at 12.55 Eastern Time. That can be viewed on Peacock and IMSA TV. They will be directly followed by the Lamborghini Super Trofeo Series. They go at on at 2 o'clock, also on IMSA TV. Followed immediately after that by the WeatherTech Championship Qualifying Session. That's going to start at 3.10 Eastern Time. You guessed it, on IMSA TV. And wrapping up Saturday's activities will be the Michelin Pilot Challenge with the Virginia is for Lovers Grand Prix. That gets underway at 4.35 Eastern Time. Heading into Sunday, and it starts bright and early with the IMSA Prototype Challenge Round 4 for them at VIR that will be featured on IMSA TV and Peacock. After the conclusion of that race will be the second race for the Mazda Irmitsu MX-5 Cup. They will be followed by race two of the Lamborghini Super Trofeo Series at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time. And then finally, the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship wraps up the weekend's activities Sunday at 2 o'clock Eastern Time on CNBC, Peacock, and IMSA TV. That will wrap up our Michelin GT Challenge at VIR Preview episode. We'll be back next week for the post-race recap. A big thank you once again to all of our early Patreon supporters, and if you too want to support the show, then you can go to patreon.com slash off in the S's. You can also support the show by hitting that subscribe or follow button on your favorite podcasting app to never miss a new episode and by leaving us a review. You can follow along with us on Twitter or on YouTube at Off in the S's. 
Once again, thanks for tuning in. I hope everyone has a great race weekend and doesn't go off in the S's.